he did actually give me it and he said at the time, put that in your pocket. Here, you know what? Never look a guest horse in the mouth because you need no. that pound at some point. Yep. When you're sitting there in Tesco, like we used to do in university, you fucking think sitting there thinking to yourself, will I go for the six packets of noodles or will I go for the 34 pack of frozen sausages? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Movie Chef podcast on our first birthday. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's we, insane. The podcast where we make a meal out of movies. I'm your host, Tebs. Here is my executive host, Cormac. Happy first birthday. Ha- happy, happy first birthday. And I think it's it's just apt that we started in a pandemic and we're we're on our first birthday now, just coming out of our second pandemic. Congratulations to you. Congratulations I, for being alive. Yeah, we, we survived a pandemic. We survived, we survived the apocalypse. I yeah. can see, I, um, I'd love to see the numbers of all the podcasts that were started in the pandemic. <laughs> and Didn't started, carry everybody on. started work again. <laughs> yeah, everyone goes back to work and like, now nah, we've got to fucking stop it now. Just countless, like, desperate housewives and cougar town podcasts that have been started and <laughs> they've got up to like episode one, series six or something. And no, but I think it's it's one of those ones where I, I think we we started this for a bit of crack and a bit of um, keep ourselves sane throughout a pandemic. Um, and I think I think it's done wonders uh, truly i think it's done wonders for my mental health that you know oh, yeah. you can get out and you can actually talk um so i think if anybody's listening you know thank you for listening <laughs> thank you. thanks thanks thank I hope, you very I, hope much. I hope you've i hope you've enjoyed it and i hope we have been some tiny little light uh, in this otherwise very 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 shitty dark world we um i'm just thinking of everything that's come and gone do you think the snyder cut got announced and released in the time that it's taken us to get to one year yeah but i think i think the snyder cut was like it was one of the first episodes if not the first episode where we mentioned it it was fifth it was the point break that's where it got released but um i put on twitter it was only a short time ago so i don't know but we've only had one reply but i asked people to give us happy birthday messages can i guess who it is can i guess who it is i can guess partially some of the language Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is it Glenn? And has he told us to fuck off or something? <laughs> <laughs> Happy fucking birthday, you pair of cunts. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> See you next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, cheers for that, Glenn. Thank you. Um, nah, I know he means well. Um, but yeah, look, what was your favourite episode? Uh, favourite episode? <laughs> I think the Jeffrey Wiseman Jeffrey Wiseman was was a pretty yeah. fun episode to do the first the first part of of that there I think uh, like I, what nobody realizes obviously behind the, the magic curtain that I got up halfway through the Jeffrey Wiseman one because I was actually very drunk and went for a pee in the garden and then I was told off by my missus. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that at one point. It kind of it was halfway through t- saying something. It kind of looked up and I'm kind of just going, "It's okay, it's okay." Come back. <laughs> <laughs> just let him go. <laughs> um, 
See, I I enjoyed the Wonder Woman '84 episode, first one we did this year. Uh, oh, okay, I, I had a lot of fun with that one. Um, the Saturday Night Live stuff. Maybe there's a few people out there. I think the the movie so far for me, the the most surprising. Okay, most surprising film that you've discovered because of this podcast. You know, something you Ooh. won't expect to have liked. Because I was thinking about this the other day. I, I do you know what? It's quite a recent one that you made me watch, and I think Train to Busan really, yeah. really, really enjoyed it. I didn't, you know me, man. I'm not a massive horror movie fan, um, but I really, really enjoyed it. No, another one that I watched, and it'll really surprise you, and that I've watched again, Thriller Killer. All right, okay. I actually, I, I know, I actually watched it again, like because I, I, I really enjoyed it, and I, I, really. I think, yeah, yeah. What was that other? Oh, what was that other one? Um, Slumber Party Massacre. Slumber Party Massacre. It was fucking awesome too. I really that enjoyed was good. Slumber... That was yeah, good. I really enjoyed Slumber Party Massacre. <laughs> you know what? I'll be honest. I keep thinking back, and it's a film that I don't really like. Baz Luhrmann. I don't really like these Australian kitchen sink dramas, <laughs> but Strictly Ballroom. Yeah, has stuck with me since watching it. I, you you thawed my cold dead heart that day with Strictly Baller. I think it's that was great fun, and yeah. Tommy Boy as well. I would have Tommy never. Boy, what a great one. Um, but no, and uh, here's on the on the flip scale of that. What has been the worst movie that you've watched? What's maybe not the worst, but what what felt like the longest? It's Pat. I see. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Midsummer. <laughs> like, no, come on. Oh, yeah, no, no. no. It's part was horrible. I lost a lot of respect for you making me watch that. Making me pay for that. Yeah, but like. I paid for that. <laughs> that doesn't happen often. <laughs> like, it's, it's like a car crash. It's part, right? Because it is, it is atrocious like it is it is it's in one of those movies that you have to actually watch to understand how terrible from start to everything from start to finish it is making no sense acting you know just insanely bad Midsummer, on the other hand, was one of those movies that people kept telling me that was great. Oh, it's, it's changing the dynamic of the landscape of a horror movie. And I'm like, oh, fuck, okay, yeah. And it felt like someone was pulling out my fucking toenails with, with, you know, with a pair of pliers. It was terrible. What was the other one? What was the uh, chlamydia one? The chlamydia horror film. The 60s. Oh. Follow, it follows. It follows, yes, it follows. Yeah. I I keep thinking back to that, thinking, do I want to watch it again? And then I think, nah. But it was there were a couple <laughs> you <know> of <laughs> moments. But... You know what? There's there's something else that's popped into my head. P P S, I love you. Oh, that was just that was just that coined uh, green tongue. Green that tongue. That was a horrible case of green tongue. It was. It it's it's a terrible movie. Won't you come down here now? Don't be telling your father. Fuck off. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, um there we go. So first birthday. Here's to another year. What what have we got got coming up for the next year, Paul? 
Well, <laughs> coming up <laughs> on season Jesus. two of the Movie Chef podcast. Um, but I don't know, because we kind of got to the end of where we planned. That Our whole plan was to get to the end of this year when we mapped out all the episodes we were going to do. And then I've actually realized we haven't thought ahead to map out the next month. So I ain't got a clue what we're doing next week. Maybe we could do, uh, maybe we could just do something off topic. Mm. I haven't got an idea. Like, I'm, don't look at me for an idea. I don't See, know. I always, I want to talk about um, versus films. I want us to make up our own versus films. The amount of stuff I see, like Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, or Chucky versus Pinhead, you know, or I, it, but that was after Godzilla versus King Kong. Or we could do movie cliches that we absolutely hate. I think about it. Like every office or apartment building or hotel in France has a view of the Eiffel Tower from right outside the window. <laughs> Listen, you don't need to talk to me about fucking stereotypical movies, all right? Every every Irish movie has a fucking cobbled street and a fucking brick brick wall running next to it. Every single one of them. Did you see one fucking cobbled street? Well, actually, hold on. There is a cobbled area in Belfast, but There's... it's a social. It's a social area. It's a bar area. It's supposed it's to gentrified. Like it's yeah, gentrified. It's to... The it's... cobbles are ironic. Yeah, there's a bar outside. You know, it's 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 a bar. <laughs> they serve you drinks in jam jars, so it must be uh, it must be classy. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's start as we mean to go on trailers. Yay! <laughs> oh, so anyway, this week we're going to talk about trailers. Uh, we've actually got three uh, to watch. Well, we're going to talk about this week. We've got a little bit of news. Uh, talk some Marvel, and then we're going to talk Mortal Kombat um, 2021. Uh, we were going to be having a quiz. But our, uh, our special phantom quizzer was unable to make it tonight. So that's uh, that's happening for another time. Shocking. You wouldn't catch me not turning up, Paul. Hey, we've had one week off in a year, I realised. Yeah, who saw that? I was I was having surgery. In a caravan. You were in a caravan. Let's let's, let's having... just... you're in a caravan. That's it. I was having surgery in a caravan. It was like they were taking my kidneys. <laughs> Right, so a trailer came out for Amazon Prime exclusive The Tomorrow War, starring Chris Pratt. Uh, it's a teaser trailer, which you absolutely love these, don't you? you Amazing, I love it. I, do you know what? I love watching Chris Pat, Pratt's like uh, face. And why does it look like he's wearing a fucking wig? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's like he's got this tuft of hair. Do you know them wee fucking kids that you see walking around with a wee tuft of fucking puffy hair in the front? Is, yeah. is, is, is is this you know a thing that happens in England? They've got this fucking it's kind of shaved at the back, and there's this kind of pompadour at the front. You know this we, puffy, curly bullshit thing here. We had that in the late nineties. Well, it's it's somehow transfixed itself back to back to Northern Ireland in twenty twenty one, and you know it's it's it, that's what his hair looked like, and that's all I could think about. It was like like a bald, and then just a little bit of hair coming down here, and I was like, but is Chris Pat not one of these people that we're not allowed to talk about anymore? Um. Is I don't know. Happened? Did I, did I, did I read something that he that he, he likes people? You know that uh, and he likes doesn't like some people. Maybe I'm just being. Well, this is is um really Christiany. What's the word for it? <laughs> Christian. You know, it's Christian. That's it. But it takes godly? it really. Godly. It takes what, it a godly. what a wank. What a wank. But it takes it. It takes it really seriously. It reads the book like... and everything. Yeah, he's but like, one of those Game I, of Thrones fans is like, oh, you've seen Passion of the Christ. I've read the book. I've read the Bible. Like, <laughs> but I've but yeah, seen him, I've seen him like make like crude and lewd jokes. We so can't be that bad. He can't be that Christian. Like he's married. Yeah. To, is, it, is, it, is he married to Arnie Schwarzenegger's daughter now as well? Uh, I don't know that one, but 
if he's he's the kind of Christian where he's like, I think he's basically said he don't like gay marriage. Somewhat along those lines. If I'm wrong, Chris, I'm sorry, but you're a multimillionaire. Well, <laughs> you're a multimillionaire with chisel good looks. Do you know what, Chris? If you don't like to put a cock in your mouth, then forget about it. Because there's some people in this world that want to put cocks in their mouth, and you're just gonna have to fucking deal with it. As and Gabriel. Some some of them some of them guys that like cocks in their mouths want to get married. Fuck you, let them get married. As Gabriel Byrne once said, if you want to fuck a fella. Go if you want to fuck a fella, go ahead and fuck a fella. Yeah, well, let's just do it. <laughs> the words of Gabriel Byrne there. Um <laughs> So this actually told us absolutely nothing. They're fighting a war tomorrow or a tomorrow war and there's yeah. alien. And... I'm sure I'm sure it'll have some kind of fucking Chris Nolan esque twist in it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I think it's like Edge of Tomorrow um what do they call it? Live, die, repeat, Edge of Tomorrow, Tom Cruise, Groundhog Day. <laughs> just just Ground say just say mid two thousand Tom Cruise sci fi thriller. No, it was it was twenty fourteen, Edge of Tomorrow. Anyway, fuck off. But it, I think it's going to be one of these. All right, fuck you. <laughs> All right, I'm off to see you later. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, right, see you later. Um, Jesus, DC Comics, um, executive produced by Susan Downey and Robert Downey Jr. Um, and it's in the and it's in the credits four times. Four times. Uh, Sweet Tooth, a post apocalyptic fairy tale about a hybrid deer boy and a wandering. <laughs> you know what? It's a hybrid... <laughs> I can't read it with a straight face. It's a film about a kid with fucking deer horns on his head. These. Yeah. I started Wait, off on, real. First, first, hold on. First thing, first thing, first thing. What's the first thing that popped into your head when you seen that boy? Uh, the kid from Jumanji. Oh, right. Okay. I thought something else. I Go thought on. it was Fallout uh, Boy. Go down. <laughs> and then every single time I was watching it, I, I, I was just running through my head. And this it started off Real Umbrella Academy. This is a Netflix yeah. series coming. You know, on a certain day, a lot of animal hybrid human hybrids were being born, and it were kind of you know something special about them. And then it kind of descended into. I don't know what it was really. I don't know I what this don't, is. I don't want. I think me and you've had this conversation before, right? And I can't remember what the movie was, but they were also just after the effects of a pandemic. I don't. I don't want to remember pandemics. I don't yeah. want the. I don't want to have to deal with a pandemic again. Well, this. I mean, I'm still struggling to get around the animal-human hybrid thing. Maybe it's a live Fallout Boy concert. Have you ever heard of this DC Comics comic? Have you ever heard of Sweet Tooth? Dear Boy? Dear Boy. <laughs> What's his powers? The power of friendship. <laughs> oh, right. Well, that's that one ruined. Um, <laughs> it looks like that, though, doesn't it? It looks like one boy's advent. It starts off real fucking interesting, and then it just develops into it's 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 AI AI set nowadays in a post-apocalyptic world. Wow, there's a there you go. There you go. go and see that, kids. Um, and then this afternoon, uh, as we're recording on. See, I've lost track of what day it is because I've been calling. I don't. I listen. I'm exactly the same. I have fucking no clue what day it is. Um, the A Quiet Place Part Two trailer is released. The final trailer for its May 28th release in cinemas. Um, did you see A Quiet Place One? 
I will freely admit I never seen it. Um, I saw it on Netflix. I think it was Netflix. And it really felt like one of them you should be in a cinema to watch. Because I think it's all mm-hmm. about the sound and the lack of it. And I think the jumps yeah, okay. tension comes from the sound. Now, me sat there wrestling on a pack of biscuits. <laughs> 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 With the light on, just scratching my bollocks and coughing every now and then and sending a text. I don't think I was in the right place to watch A Quiet Place. So I might go to the cinema and watch A Quiet Place too. But but it was one of those ones where it came out around that time where that kind of thing was the end thing. You know, is it the, that Sandra Bullock movie, Bird Box, that came out? You weren't allowed to box, watch, yeah. And then you weren't allowed to see. And then I'm sure there's another one somewhere you weren't there allowed was, to um, smell. Or... Don't Breathe. There was the one mm. don't breathe. There was, um, I mean, it follows is that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there were a few of them around that time. Look, people just jump on a wave of it, but this made enough money to get a sequel out of it. Um, good to see John Krasinski in this. Spoiler yeah. alert. But, um, is I, I think, well, I think we know it's, it's a fa- His family aren't in it? <gasps> do you know what always got me about the... Did you um, spoil that movie for me? Do you know, what? Did you just spoil that movie for me? You just said you haven't seen it, and yeah, I feel really bad now. <laughs> oh, you see, see now, I now I want you, I want you to remember this the next time I I spoil something. I feel you, really right? awful and, now. And you, no, listen, look, look at me. Look I'm at sorry. Me. I'm On not, our I'm birthday even, as well. I'm not even angry. So I, this is my one. This is this is the one. So when, next time that I spoil something for you, you you can't you can't just not talk to me for a couple of days, <laughs> <laughs> like you usually do. <laughs> Isn't the time when you told me he's a ghost? <laughs> um, I am sorry about that. I feel that just slipped out. I thought I... it's okay. You're just a dickhead, but that you know, no, I had, I have accepted it. It's okay. Do you want a new Red Sonja film? <laughs> Is Brian Singer attached to it? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> then yes. <laughs> yeah, we've got a new Red Sonja film with uh, Hannah John, um, Hannah John Carmen. Okay. Uh, from the world of Conan, or from the ages of Conan, the barbarian. I, I, I take it that Brian Singer has walked away at this point. Um, I sincerely hope so. He is no I'm longer not attached. Say it, I'm just going to do this action for you, Paul. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'll leave you to uh, imagine <laughs> what he's I doing with his. Oh, no, what that means. He really Kevin Spacey him, didn't he? He really, really did. He didn't, you know, the, he he bad Kevin Spacey him. That's how it, bad it was. He was a bad Kevin Spacey him. A bad Kevin Spacey him. He crossed the line that Kevin Spacey didn't. And Kevin Spacey murdered that guy. <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. That's a lie. That, <laughs> that's not true. He just turned up dead. He just it's satire comedy. Two people, two people that were involved in the case just turned up dead for no reason. They died of natural, natural causes with Kevin Spacey's fingerprints on their corpse. This is all satire. It's a comedy podcast. We scripted all this beforehand. (laughs) They can't see my air quotes. Paul, they they can't see my air quotes. Those two men were allegedly killed by Kevin Spacey. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) The lawyers will sleep well tonight. (laughs) Shit, we need to get it. Protecting the millions I've got in the tumble dryer in front of me here. (laughs) God, we need to get a new lawyer as well. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. 
we got a new Red Sonja coming. Um, big news, or the, the the most prominent news of the last couple of days, though, is the uh, Warner Brothers moving ahead with the next Superman movie. Um, mm-hmm. While it was announced that Tanisi Coates was going to be writing the script, it, nothing has ever been confirmed. Now, the Hollywood Reporter um, have dug up some fresh details saying that this will be the first black incarnation of the character. Um it is going to be set in another universe, a separate universe like the Joker and the new Batman, like Joker and what the new Batman. What a fucking carpite. So Cop it's going to be set in the It is going to be a black incarnation of Kal-El. It's not going to be like Calvin Ellis or someone, one of the others. Apparently it is going to be Kal-El and it's going to be a period piece. So it's looking like, huh? I'm, guessing, I'm guessing it may be set around the 60s. You know, an alien who don't quite fit in with society. Martin Luther King. I I, I think I'm guessing if it, if they well, don't I, do it, I would, I, I would suggest that it might, they might kick this into the bizarre world. I don't know. I which it shouldn't, which it shouldn't, because I believe I believe that they're doing. If if this is true, I, I you know I think that there should be all inclusive people within every single you know universe, Marvel universe, Disney, whatever it is. And I think it's an absolute cop out if they if they turn around now and go, oh, he's he's Superman, but he's and winking, he's not really Superman. White people who will get offended by having a black Superman, and then you know they'll go for, they'll they'll try and find, and I, like I mean this in the nicest possible way, they will try to find the whitest black man to play DC just to quell you know some of these fucking asshole racist people who just can't accept that there's fucking all different colors within the world. That, well, Michael B. Jordan's apparently ruled, ruled himself out of playing Kal-El. No, oh, I would uh, like Michael B. Jordan. They've suggested that uh, Stephen Capel Jr. or Regina King um, are rumoured to be directing. What one, right. one thing that isn't happening, though, is it's not going to be J.J. Abrahams directing this. And a lot of oh, people okay. are cynical, saying that this Warner news is getting leaked. Air quotes again. Allegedly getting leaked. Um to cover up or to dampen the impact of the Ray Fisher allegations that were ironically out in the Hollywood Reporter. Um, Well, but you could, you could be cynical and say that, but to be fair, like this, I remember me and you talking about this well before the Ray Fisher stuff came out. You know, I remember, I remember reports. It's been rumored for a while. Yeah. Ages ago that, that, that this stuff, I'm not saying it's not because of the Ray Fisher stuff um, because you know, Hollywood's a cesspit of fucking crap. Um, so I would well believe it. But uh, it, 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 let's be honest, it's about time. We it's it's we sh- we need to have you know a person of 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 color you know as a, a prominent prominent superhero. It, it's about time. So I'm playing devil's advocate here. You know me. You know yeah. you know what I'm like. Why not do a, um, put money behind a character such as Icon, a black. Uh, character I, in their yeah. own right. Why? Why? I'm trying to phrase this really politely. No, I get no. I, I, no, I 100. Why I, create, why, create, create a, a, a black a, a specific icon. Black icon. Yeah, I understand. I get you. I understand. I'm that. Not, and it's not the argument saying why make a white hero black. What I'm saying yeah, is yeah, yeah. why are the going to someone many efforts to say look he can be black as well. Why not I, come see, up with your own character to for people like Black Panther did. 
yeah that, that whole movement them whole the whole spirit of black panther um, I, I think i think i think it goes twofold right now on one and on the one hand i look at it like this right <clears throat> anybody who has an argument with the fact that uh, you know m- whoever marvel dc choose a, a person of color to go into a role that has been predominantly white they don't have a leg to stand on simply to the fact of the amount of comics that change we've had this conversation before comic arcs change comics have multiple storylines going at multiple times you know there are fuck tons of spider-man and because of the spider-verse there's fuck tons of of different kind of supermans there's fuck tons of different every other character so are you telling me that in no way that any of these character changes they they just can't be a different color like that that's that that's ridiculous and then on the other side of that it's to do with obviously these symbols like batman superman these symbols mean things to people you know and to have somebody wearing of color wearing the s on their chest it means a hell of a lot to society you know because when you're growing up I obviously grew up 80s, 90s. Every single thing, every single person was was white. You know what I mean? You think of a young black or a young Asian, uh, you know, or, you, you know, any any ethnic, I'd say air quotes, ethnic minority. I'm sorry if, I, if, if you know, these things offend people. I'm sorry, I'm old. Yeah. I'm from Ireland. These are things I fucking say. Um, but any kid who's grown up in them kind of backgrounds, their whole life has been white superheroes. Can you imagine a four-year-old black kid seeing a black Superman and not knowing that there's a white Superman? Yeah, good point. I think that's that's powerful, and 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 yeah. I I think I think that's why we need it. I think change comes when people make tough decisions like that, and it annoys me. It annoys me that it's going to be a cop-out kind of thing if they choose, ah, oh, it's not really Superman. You know, it's, it's, it's Superman, no, definitely is Superman. Yeah, Black Power, yeah, yeah, but he's not Superman. So we, yep. can, cha- we, can, we can change it if it's not a hit and everybody likes the white one. Well, this is going to be, it's as much not a Superman as Todd Phillips' film wasn't the Joker. It was mm-hmm. Joker, a version of Joker, but it wasn't the Joker. But some people say it was the Joker, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, the Batman with Robert Pattinson, you know, it's in another world. It's an Elsa Worlds or whatever they're calling it. Um, I think they've got the ability to bring whoever they want. I've got a feeling they're bringing. I, I really won't be surprised to see him do these little Elsa Worlds and the Flash jump between them. I really <laughs> want. I know what you want. You want a black exploitation Superman, don't you? That would actually be pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like a high budget, a real high budget Dolomite Superman. Like, oh, oh fuck. Rudy James. Imagine Rudy. Imagine Rudy as Superman. Fucking excellent. Just some, some like blows up next to him and he just not move on. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you know, just like, yeah. <laughs> Flies off. Oh, oh that's us getting cancelled. Um, <laughs> What else? Right, very, very well thought out conversation, Paul. Marvel. Marvel, Marvel have released another trailer to celebrate their movies again. Um, and th- there's a lot of announcements in this, actually. Uh, yeah, it was a big night. So, 
it's not going to be like the Disney announcement when we took up about an hour and a half of an episode to talk through every fucking TV show coming up. Basically, they have shown it was um it was a bit of a tease about the old films, you know, looking back at key moments in the franchise, etc. And then we were treated to an extended look. I think it was an extended sort of additional footage from Black Widow, which is finally coming out in July this year. So there's footage from that. Um, we've got some more of the trailer footage from Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We got a couple. Um, I saw this online saying, oh, first look at the Eternals footage. Uh, don't, don't. It was literally like, like somebody oh. turns towards the camera. You know what I mean? It, we get to see the the newly minted Oscar winner, Chloe Zhao, and her work. And it's like, it's literally some bloke just stood there going, huh? You know, I, 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 I seen... Um, Kamal Nanjiani, he put, put yeah. up on Twitter. He put up on Twitter, uh, first look of the Eternals, and he, and he posted the link from the Marvel website. And I was like, oh, is this a fucking Eternals trailer? And I stuck it on. And then nope. there was that fucking operatic fucking 40 seconds of, of Marvel thing. I was like, well, okay, right, okay, we have to put up with this because it's it's 2.0, right? Let's go, let's go now. And then Black Widow, like, oh. Right. Okay. I've seen this. I've seen this. I've seen this bit. Yeah, I've seen this bit. And then, okay. Right here comes. Oh, oh, oh! It's Shang Chi. Right. No, I've seen that trailer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Eternals. Yeah. And Julie. All right. There we go. Okay. Yeah. It was a teaser for a teaser trailer that's going to come out. Four or five. Four or five shots. Yep. Yep. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, come on, yeah, uh, Mr. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I, that for me was not. That wasn't footage. They were just like moving. Not at all. <laughs> it wasn't footage. I was you like, know what? It actually, it actually made it look shit because yeah. I don't want. I don't. I don't particularly like actually. <laughs> didn't look anything remotely interesting. There was no big, you know, seeing somebody in the full form. And I know they say, oh, it's a teaser trailer. That did nothing for me to get me excited about this film. And I'm sure Paul, it's going to be very good. Paul, Paul, Paul. Listen, I will never, ever, ever, ever get excited about a trailer for Marvel or will I ever get excited for a TV show ever again because they they just fucking play with my emotions and I have decided I have decided that the movies are the movies and I'm going to love the movies. Everything else, I'm just not going to pay any fucking attention to them. Well, that's, a TV, that's a film coming out, Eternals. And like I say, it did nothing for me. Um, then we got, even though Spider-Man No Way Home has been filming for now for the past couple of months, uh, there was a title card for Spider-Man No Way Home, which is a bit disappointing. That yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Spider-Man come swinging in or something, you know, some just something new for Spider-Man, but nothing. Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, uh, which is coming out in next March. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Cormac's yeah. birthday, 25th of March. 25th Cormac's of March. Birthday. Should we go together? She'll take you for your birthday. <gasps> yeah. If we're allowed to. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah. See, <laughs> you said you said that as if I wasn't gonna be, I wasn't gonna be. I was waiting you. for you to go. Well, I didn't even like Thor Ragnarok, so I would fuck with. No, her. we've had. Listen, we've had this conversation. I have. I have resunk my 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 theory on on Ragnarok, and I now accept that Ragnarok is a far better movie than what I gave it the time for. Thank I know you. I accept it. I know I accept it. It is it is probably in top seven of my Marvel movies now. Wow. Yeah. That's from being from being bottom three, bottom it's three in, yeah. in, the, in the top seven. And I just want to say one thing, and I hate to ruin it for everybody, but come on, think about it. 
Russell Crowe has filmed an extended cameo, apparently. He'll yeah. be playing Zeus. We have never had Greek gods, Greek mythology. We've had nothing of this. This is Norse mythology. But, but is it actual storyline stuff or is it just a rehash of like a play? Well, no, because they've announced that she's, um, Melissa McCarthy's playing here, uh, Hela, in the play. They've announced she's an actress in that they're going to basically retelling the story of Thor Ragnarok and Infinity War in Love and Thunder like they did in the previous film with, you know, Sam Neill and Liam Hemsworth. Mm. Now, Zeus... Oh, 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 do you mean Oma's own Sam Neill? Oma's own Sam Neill. Uh, Matt Damon as well. Oma's own? Oma's own? (laughs) So let's just put it this way. Zeus is going to be nothing to do with this film. A a New Zealand actor, a a New Zealander, has appeared as a favour for Taika Waititi in a new Thor film, and he's playing Zeus, right? Here, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Russell Crowe's Australian. Is he born in New Zealand, wasn't he? No, he's Australian, is he not? We'll come back to that. Um, and Christian Bale is playing Gore the Bod- God Butcher. I don't think okay. Zeus is making it past the cold opening. It's, Christian it, it, No. <laughs> No, it's, it's 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 going to start off like Ragnarok, that isn't it? It's gonna it's gonna be the the Eternal Flame guy, isn't it? I think it's going to be somewhat like that. I think that what better way? Right, it's like wrestling, <laughs> right? It's like in wrestling. <laughs> it all comes back to wrestling. When you're if you want to build up a bad guy, you have Listen, to darling, We could we could have sex, but let me hark back to the 1992 Royal Rumble. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Russell Crowe was born in Wellington, New Zealand. Right. What I'm saying is, if you want to build your bad guy up and make him look really bad, you have him kill off a babyface or beat a babyface clean. Christian Bale is taking Zeus out. Yeah, okay. And I think that would be... Christian Bale and Russell Crowe. In a in a film to get yeah, yeah. I'm looking Wait, hold on. To... Let's let's get back to Russell Crowe here. Let's get back to Russell Crowe here. Hold on two seconds. Do you need his DNA to prove we were born in Australia? Yeah, but that's like saying, you know, uh, I, I was reading the thing the other day about Peter O'Toole, right? And Peter O'Toole was apparently born in Leeds. Like Michael right? Pierre White. All right. He was born in Leeds, but Peter O'Toole has himself said he is not English, he is Irish, and he doesn't know where he was born. Right. Okay. So let's see. Is it a is it a Peter O'Toole situation? Peter O'Toole was also a heavy drinker. If you drunk as much as he did. <laughs> he was born in let's have a look. He was born in Ireland. Who who told you he was born in Leeds? There's there's there is a the theory or chain of thought that his actual birth certificate is from Leeds. Hang on, so right. There's no immediate check Wikipedia, check Wikipedia, check Hang Wikipedia. On. I just did, that's why I found out. So there's no immediate evidence online. He says he wasn't born in Leeds, but Type you in Peter O'Toole Leeds right now. But, right but you now. buy into some train of thought. Any, I am not accepting any other thing from you until you type in Peter O'Toole Leeds. He was brought up in Leeds, he was born in. Connemara. Uh, Connemara. Oh, it was brought up in Leeds. What's the problem? There are, back what off. I'm, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is, I, there is nothing 
that Russell Crowe does says is that says he is New Zealand. He is Australian. Yeah, but he was born in New Zealand, so he's a New Zealand. Right. No. No, 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 no. I said he was born in New Zealand and is a New Zealander. Which doesn't mean he's that doesn't mean he's a New Zealander. And following off the back of Thor, Love and Thunder. I can't believe we're getting into an existential argument about whether you're born somewhere. Is this the whole gender thing that we're not allowed to touch on? So we're describing it as being born in one country and raised in another. Is this about Declan Rice again? Gen- you want to touch genders? Declan Rice. Fuck Declan Rice and Jack Reed is to be cunt. Hope he fucking... Oh, no. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> oh, pull back. Oh, I'm glad I pulled back there. <laughs> <laughs> Wish his dad had done. Um, uh, oh, yes. I agree. <laughs> and then um, the Black Panther 2 has officially been retitled or titled Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It just annoys me that all we got of the three movies we all want to just see snippets of, the three movies, we need to see who Black Panther is, we want something from Spider-Man, and we want to see what Raimi's Multiverse of Madness looks like, anything. We're not going to get that in a three-minute Basically, well, what, what we didn't yeah, get fucking on. We got fucking two minutes of orchestral we got fucking music. We got that it's been called Wakanda Forever. Uh, we got that uh, Captain Marvel's sequel is going to be called The Marvels. Yeah, and he's going I didn't to get, I don't understand Kamala that. Khan. Kamala Khan, Ms. Mar- Ms. Marvel, uh, yeah. who was originally uh, Inhuman, uh, is going to be in that, as well as Monica Rambeau, uh, Tayona Paris from WandaVision. Yep. So they're going to be forming some kind of um, girl band. So that's coming out in November 22. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, confirmed for February 23. Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. Volume 3, uh, confirmed for May 23. Um, and then right in the last minute, the teasing bastards put up a, Four. Uh, a Four. logo for the Fantastic Four. So with the assumption, I'm thinking that's going to be the Avengers of this phase. I think a lot of pieces are going to come together. Quantum Mania, the Marvels, I think Multiverse and Madness, I think all those bits are going to come together to create the Fantastic Four. I think they're going for an Avengers-level movie with that. I maybe, really maybe, yeah. Uh, I was, I, I seen the four, and then I thought to myself, that, that, that's Fantastic Four. And then I thought to myself, nah, nah, they wouldn't do that because, you know, it's failed twice. But, you know, the, the, the heat that's going to be on that franchise to actually be good you know so i can well suggest that they're going to see how all these marvel movies play out maybe for the next two or three years and then they're just as you say they're going to put all their big hitters into fantastic four like they will whoever the most popular ones you know if whoever's fucking the, the new black panther hopefully it's siri uh, you know, Doctor Strange, he'll become popular. But Spider Man will be in it. It'll it'll just be as you say, or it'll be the Civil War, Civil War of of this. I don't think uh, they do. Like, I don't think they'll do Civil War two yet. I reckon. It, I, I think that'll be like a Captain um, Captain Marvel three. It'll be Civil War like Captain America three was, and they'll do another right, Civil okay. War. I think there's so much they can do from here. Now they've got yeah. mutants. I mean, none of that was even mentioned about mutants either. The sheer scale to what the Marvel Universe can get to in the next 10 years is scary. Yeah. You think all the branches and offshoots at the minute of all the connecting movies, you start putting together um, the Marvels who somehow get in the quantum mania with Ant-Man and then that 
guy dives off. You've got multiverse of madness, the multiverse for crying out loud. You've got all that going on. And then you're going to bring X-Men into it and Fantastic Four. I think I'm excited, but well, I'm going to, I'm going to ask, yeah, I'm going to ask you a question. Are, are you, are you nervous? Yes. For 2.0? Because I'm not, I'm not nervous. No, sorry. I'm not nervous because I'm really looking forward to it. And I think it's going to be solid as ever. What I am not looking forward to, and it's going to really piss me off and it's going to happen every time. And I'm going to keep going back is because I don't think we're going to get another conclusive story you know, conclusive film for another five, 10 years. I think, you know, like an end game kind of film. Yeah, I know yeah, gonna yeah. Be, but I think, you know, your end of Far From Home is going to link into Doctor Strange 3 and your Ant-Man and the Wasp will set up Eternals 2 and Blade will get, you know, and I, I just think everything's always going to be a, it's going to turn into a soap opera. Tune yeah. in to the next movie of Marvel to see what happens. And, and yeah, that's essentially what it is, comic books in movie form. But I, th- I think you've always got to have some sense of finality. You know, I think just to keep it going on and on. You're always going to be left on cliffhanging as I think it's going to get very boring quite quickly if they do. You see, I, I don't I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't mind I don't mind cliffhangers. Like I do I genuinely don't mind cliffhangers. But it's the bullshit that leads up to the like obviously WandaVision has scarred me because they had an opportunity to, you know, maybe do a little bit of fan service and show us something, you know, and make it link to the movie somehow. You do something, and they just stuck the two fingers up. <clears throat> then, you know, obviously they did the same thing with uh, with the Falcon Winter Soldier. You know, expecting fully expecting something, you know, something to link the the movies and the stories. And I've, nothing. It, it, was I was just thinking about it was just showing us something that we already knew. I was thinking about this from when you said it last time, you know, last week. Um, you said the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I said, oh, well, it shows you Sam becoming Captain America. And you said, they've already told us that. And it was at the end of Endgame. It goes, here's the shield. I'm yeah, not Captain looks America. Good. Yes, you yeah, are. It looks good. Yeah, you are. And it gives that really powerful moment. It's like, thank you. Now, you could easily go into the next film and have Falcon come flying through the window in full Captain America gear. And you can ignore all the flag smashes stuff. And you can have him fly through and go, see, I'm Captain America now. Oh, okay. We knew that because you told us that at the end of the last film. And now they sold it to us that the TV shows were must watch to understand what's going on in the films. And now it seems like they're very cleverly manipulating, not manipulating, that's the wrong phrase, um, they're taking the TV shows and they're making them, you can watch them on their own and you don't have to, If even if you don't see them, you can still enjoy the films. I think they're very clever in the way they're trying to wrap it back up in a way of it keeps the story going, but they just pad out all this middle story. Do you think that they made Falcon Winter Soldier because they were worried about a black Captain America? Why worried? Well, obviously worried, but why why make a TV show about it? Wor- worried, worried, you know, like people who go online and complain that, you know, there could be a black Superman. That they were worried that fans couldn't, wouldn't accept, you know, Sam being Captain America. Um, I don't and think it's so. Tough. It's, a, it's, a t- it's a tough question, like, but... I, I, think it was a, I think it was a great opportunity for them to tackle real world subjects in the universe that they've made 
it's still mm. the universe that we live in. It's sort of keeping it grounded. And I think it dealt with a very difficult subject matter. I think having people confront the fact that a lot of people don't want to see the American flag around a black man. And mm. I think it's a very, I think it was brave because it could have come across very, um, you know, very knowing, you know. Yeah. My God, look at the message we're passing on. Here. And that final I, I, I'd like a, a boardroom full of 30 white men patting themselves in the back going, look, look how woke we are. Yeah. We're, we we're are so, so woke. woke. Well done. We're so woke, you know, and I think it could have very, and I think it bordered on that in that last scene where he's giving yeah. speech to the world's cameras, you know, and I, I just think, it, yeah, it was a very difficult thing to do. But for me, when I go back to saying about how I want finality, I mean, things like, you know what, let's see Guardians of the Galaxy have one more adventure and finish their film off. They yeah. don't have to keep them all coming back. Don't kill them all off. Just have them fly off into the sunset. Have an ending to that part of the story and start a new story. Um, yeah, look, I'm not worried. I just I just think I'm going to get very frustrated about having to wait so long to to know the next bit of the story but i don't know i don't i i'm not i'm I'm not really that that worried in that obviously i think the movies are are so compact i think the one thing that this pandemic has probably um done well is that every marvel movie now is just on top of each other and we're going to get two a year for the next fucking 10 years oh yeah well blades blade has been put back um about six months the film is not going to start for about six months. They haven't got a, a director yet, but Blade apparently was, was supposed to be coming in this phase, but now it's going to be phase five for certain, um, okay. which is a shame because that's one I want to see. Sorry, I'm just a bit overwhelmed. You know, I said people were going to be messaging in uh, their birthday messages to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, sometimes you just think the way people use the English language to convey the message, you know. Yeah. Words- Eloquent eloquent wordsmith of the generation just being able to bring a phrase up like oscar wilde and and the vhs strikes back guys um they said uh, happy birthday lads it's just beautiful that is uh that's powerful it's powerful it's uh that's on a par with what you write in a, like somebody's card at work when a card gets passed around uh, no, the, the, what the new person puts in on their first day to the card of the guy who's been there 15 years. Yeah. Have a Happy good birthday, one. G. Have a good <laughs> have one. A, have a good one. <laughs> Don't drink too much when secretly the guy's been an alcoholic for the last four years. <laughs> or doesn't drink at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because his wife's at home absolutely rolling on the floor. <laughs> and he's, he's the only one that's got to stay sober so he can go pick her up from WI meetings. <laughs> um, we It was May the 4th this week. Did you watch a Star Wars film in its honour? Uh, no, but I watched a Mandalorian episode. Oh, which one? Because I've said to you, as I said before, uh, I now fully believe that the Mandalorian is the only thing within the Star Wars universe. That's it. That's it for me. That's it. Mandalorian's it. Mandalorian's it. It's it's the only. There's. An, I will not. I will not watch anything else now. Other than anything that has a connection with the Mandalorian, that's it. It's done for me. They've they've topped themselves. This is it. If you you put up the poll about Star Wars, right? You put up the poll about Star Wars. Yeah, right? yeah I was just going to talk about that. And uh, I thought to myself, if I could watch one Star Wars movie from now until the end of time, what Star Wars movie? And as I've told you multiple times, the, the one movie that keeps popping into my head is Rogue One. Yeah, like, 
that's it. I, 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 I hand on heart, fully and wholeheartedly believe Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie that has ever, ever been made. Simple. Right. I don't think I don't think there's anything anything anybody can talk about now in the same vein as Mandalorian. I don't believe that Star Wars will get better than the Mandalorian. I can't. I cannot. I cannot look at anything else now and go. That's better than the Mandalorian because it's not. They're never going to better the Mandalorian. We um well I started this. I was going to include the TV shows, and you know what? Quite tellingly, I just took the TV shows out because hey, we're a movie podcast. <laughs> <And> <laughs> the, thanks, Cobb. I'm never going to watch the movies again. I only watch the TV. <laughs> it's the TV Chef podcast. Um, but I put them in see to be voted through. I put them in order um, from, you know, your lowest seeds are the ones who took the least at the box office and so on. And every group had a modern film, a sequel era, Disney era, a prequel, and one around the originals it was almost perfectly divided um we're on this we're in the semi-final stage do you know where we're up to in our extremely uh, think... extremely scientific method of finding out what is the most popular star wars film of all time is jedi is jedi up against rogue one so return of the jedi is up against rogue one 200 votes so far 59 percent for return of the jedi it's no like, like I, I i listen I can't accept people telling me that Return of the Jedi is a good movie. It's not a good movie, all right? Return of the Jedi is my favourite Star Wars film. It's not better than Rogue One. If you were to sit there and argue with me about A New Hope, you could probably argue it. If you could sit there and argue with me about Empire, you could probably argue it. You can't argue that Return of the Jedi is, 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 is even the best movie in the original, in the original trilogy. It's not. It's the worst one. No, it's not. Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi is better than Empire Strikes Back. It is not. You're wrong again. A New Hope is better than Empire Strikes Back. Because <laughs> you're wrong again. Can you be more in, wrong? In the other, <laughs> you just, you've just decided tonight that you're just going to be wrong. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back is better than Rogue One. I'll give you that. No, Empire Strikes Back is not better than Rogue One. It is. Um, Rogue One's probably, yeah, for me, it's probably top six. Fuck you. What? What? What's number the first four? half of it is an at number four. Yeah. Force Awakens. And what's number five? Revenge of the Sith. Eat a dick. Get, <laughs> just take it away now. Just go away. Just go away. Avengers. Do you know what, do you know what I put up of Rogue One as well? Last what? Jedi. Really misunderstood now, film. Now you're just taking the piss. Now you're just taking the piss. Like, um, I, I would, I would have loved, I would have loved someone to be there watching me watch that movie. Like, I'm just saying that right now. I would, I, 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 I would have loved someone, someone to be there for the the movies after. But I'd, I'd like, I'd, I was looking around, like you're fucking looking for a comrade. You're going, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> What's going on? You know what? You, that was me after seeing Solo. Well, what's your name? Yeah. What's your surname? I don't have one. Well, you've got orange shoes on. I'm going to call you 
Han and, orange juice. Hans, <laughs> you're by yourself. Hans, single man. No, that doesn't sound right. Hans, loner. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an erection? Hans, boner. Hans, boner. <laughs> What's your name, Chewbacca? We're going to have to come up with something shorter than that. <laughs> hey, Bacca. <laughs> Every single fucking scene. <laughs> Every single scene was, hey, it's the origins of his vest. It's the origins <laughs> It's the origins of that piece of jewellery in the cockpit that you never noticed before, but suddenly here it is. Do you Look, want to know? It's, a, it's his blaster. it's a blaster that i could pick up from anywhere in this galaxy (laughs) wow i wonder how han loved to use his blaster fuck off (laughs) and of course donald glover donald glover was probably the only decent bit of that whole film yeah it was ah hey kessel run we're gonna we're gonna have to do this Star Wars, aren't we? <laughs> I've I kept putting them off. I've kept putting them off because we're gonna have to. I don't know how we're gonna do them. There's too much too many for one episode. Mm-hmm. We, what about Star Wars top trumps? Let's play a oh, game well. of Star Wars top trumps <laughs> <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> that would be entertaining for me and you. <laughs> In a world of video stores and late fees, when movies ain't what they used to be, one podcast will change the world. They will embark on a journey to look at the good and bad movies from the golden era of home video, and things are about to get nostalgic. The VHS will rise and Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dave, this has got to be the worst promo I have ever heard. No, it isn't. If you're going down the route of the video trailer, man, Dave, I want a training montage. Coming soon on a podcast near you. If you listen to one podcast this week, then you're probably listening to Joe Rogan. But if you've exhausted all of the podcasts, then the VHS strikes back is one to try. Mortal Kombat's out um, now in America, Australia, and anywhere with a really low virus infection rate. Um, (laughs) (laughs) How did you see it, Paul? Now, we have seen an advanced preview, a special (laughs) advanced preview. Thanks. Thanks, Warner Brothers. <laughs> it was good that they they give us an advanced preview, which we are reviewing one and a half weeks after it's come out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, okay, straight. First things first. I think it's fairly common knowledge. I've been really looking forward to this. I, 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 think, it's, I think it's common knowledge that both of us have been looking forward to Yes, this. yes. Um, uh, when we saw, first saw the trailer, I was incredibly aroused. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, yeah, I was there with you. I was there looking at your arousal going, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like now that. Now we're just describing yeah. gay porn. 
<laughs> and I've just been looking forward to this. I remember seeing the first one, um, you know, recorded it from Sky TV at 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday night. So I watched the first one. Absolutely fantastic. Loved it every minute of it. Don't give a shit what people say. It's brilliant. Um, awesome. Sequel, I skived off school, went to go see it at school. Uh, excuse me, went to go see it when I was supposed to be in school with a guy called James. Um, the second one, <laughs> he took advantage of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's been my special place. And you know what? Yeah, it's shite. But I would rewatch that. It's so bad. Hundred percent. hundred percent. That's the first two. We don't need to do an episode on them. We know they are. If you enjoy Mortal Kombat, you would probably sit yourself through them, and you'd get some form of enjoyment out of it. You're not putting on fucking Lawrence of Arabia. Here. You're putting on Mortal Kombat now. Hmm. Modern day Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Um, where where do you sit with this first before I tell you how I feel? I was incredibly disappointed. Really? It rung no bell for me whatsoever. I I am like you. I I'll tell you an interesting story. I was the first person to my knowledge, in OMA to get Mortal Kombat on the Super Nintendo, right? right. The, the blood version. So not, uh, Nintendo took out the blood. After yeah, there was one with sweat on it. Yeah, because people were yeah. complaining about it. I had the blood version of Mortal Kombat, and the only reason why I had the blood version of Mortal Kombat was because the manager of Wellworth sold it to my mother because he didn't understand release dates. Right? Right, okay. So... I played Mortal Kombat to fucking death. When I moved into this house here, I had a Wii U pod that was moved in here from work because there was nowhere to put it, right? The first thing I did when I got an exercise bike was put on the Mortal Kombat DVD onto the Wii U pod and sat and watched fucking Mortal Kombat while I worked out. That's what I did. I fucking love Mortal Kombat. I remember I had... Mortal Kombat 1 for the Amiga. I got it one mm. Christmas. And again, I don't think my mum realised what it was at the time, you know, but um, I remember getting the... Um, you remember when game magazines, gaming magazines, you, you yeah, saw yeah. All, all the cheats in them every week? Yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd look, at, you'd buy it, or you'd look through each magazine looking for the cheats of the game you wanted to play. And I remember once getting this Sega magazine, and it had every fatality in it for Mortal Kombat 2. And I was in heaven. Uh, it was Shiva, it's on you and everyone. It was fantastic. Mortal Kombat 3 played it to death. I absolutely love these games right up until, you know, even the modern ones. I think they've gone a bit too tongue-in-cheek, too many cameos, you know what I mean? I think it's gone away from... I, I, still, I still think that modern, uh, Mortal Kombat as a game itself, like Mortal Kombat 10, I think, was the last one that came out. And 11. Some, 11. Some of the uh, fatalities and stuff in it are are awesome like they are fucking oh. awesome you know and like i i'm one of these people that plays a fighting game and i don't know any of the moves you know i literally just button bash <laughs> yeah. i just button bash away blah, blah. and you know what people don't understand is that mortal kombat mortal kombat was the gta of its day because oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it was it was the first video game nasty and you know people were like oh and you could do all this and i think one of the main ones was because scorpion could rip the head off and you would see the the, the spinal cord yeah. You know that was that was one of the main that was one of the main ones. Well, you had I, sub, yeah, you had Sub Zero ripping his head out. That was that was the one that was sort of everyone freaking out. You yeah. had Kano ripping someone's heart out. Um, mm. all the rest were like burning them. Um, yeah, 
kind of stuff. I think, yeah, the Sub-Zero and, and Scorpion ones were the main ones, I think. Yeah, but like what I wanted and what I thought I was going to get out of this movie was that I wanted, I wanted very little of a story. I didn't, I didn't want, you know, any of the stuff that I got. I wanted balls to the fucking wall action. I wanted fucking fighting nonstop. I wanted fucking, you know, fatalities. I want all this stuff. And what I got was some action at the start and then 40 minutes of trying to build this story with, with this MMA fighter. And I didn't even get a fucking tournament. There was no... Well, this is what I was gonna, this, this is what I was gonna say. So for me, I, it, it was like drinking a can of Red Bull for me. I was giddy all the way through. I was seeing the fighting styles, the the kicks from Jacks, the the throws, the hip toss, the using the uppercut, um, the odd little callbacks, which we'll come on to in a minute. From you know certain things, even sort of the little tongue in cheek nods to the audience, which is what I said I wanted. Um, somebody saying you're going to use that same move over and over again, mate, and that's what yeah. you say. You used to say to your mate, you, you kept just uppercutting you or sweeping you all the time. It's like it, it, they absolutely knew who they were writing this for. Yes, it took a long time to get there. There was so much lore in this, so many it plans need to world. be there. Well, it did because if you're trying to open this up to a whole new set of people. I think you've got to explain. But this is the frustrating bit for me. I loved it. Absolutely really enjoyed it. And afterwards, I was kind of like, you know where you stood there sort of just thinking to yourself one day, like looking out the window and suddenly it comes and you're like, there was no Mortal Kombat tournament in that Mortal Kombat film. Nothing, nothing. And But that that's part of the problem. That's only part of the problem. Like, you know, it was, I thought that the characters were weak. Um, you know, people were saying to me that, you know, the guy who plays Kano, Kano's lethal, lethal. He just annoyed me the whole way through the movie. Um, you know, Luke Kang, it, it looked like a child with muscles was Luke Kang. Um, you know, Luke Kang Blade, is a young man, you know. Aye, but it looked like a fucking child with muscles. It looked like, do you remember that kid who played for, for or not the kid who played for no, the bodybuilder kid. I think he's dead now or something. Like, <laughs> like it was the the, ni- the nine year old kid with yeah, fucking like, like a, a rich, washboard yeah. abs. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was like looking at him, and then Liu Kang did nothing, you know. And then Kung Lao. You oh, know, he only, oh, by the way, this is total spoilers for Mortal Kombat. So, yeah, <laughs> I think people know by now. Like, I, I just thought it. I just thought it was poor, and like how they introduced characters. You know, they, they at the end where. They were hiding behind this fucking this this mortal barrier, and then fucking Shang Tsung couldn't get in, and then he went and brought his his bad guys, and like it was just like this is uh, this is Ben, this is Ben, yeah. this is Ben. It was like the introduction to these characters is fucking horrendous. Right, they you know, had I'd, for me they had when it comes to the characters they threw a lot into this. There were an awful lot. Yeah, but sorry, I'm no. sorry to interrupt you. But no, oh. sorry to interrupt you. I, I agree with you there. They threw a lot in, but they could have built that up the whole way through the movie, and they didn't. But they chose to to try and you know uh, to build this story with this MMA guy, and it was kind of like half the movie at the start. I was watching it, going, guys, let let's get to this, let's get to the fucking island, like let's 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 yeah. do Mortal Kombat, and then the cop out of the whole thing, the cop out of it all was Shang Tsung attacked them before the tournament. 
And you're like, well, yeah, that was the thing, wasn't it? So the, the story of this is basically um, chosen warriors, every generation are marked with a, a dragon birthmark. He always thought it was a birthmark. It just so happened to be a dragon in a circle. Yeah, perfect, a perfect and, dragon there. And that gives them the abilities um, or a chance to unlock their secret abilities, their special, their special moves. And to come and fight in this Mortal Kombat tournament. Arcana, uh, so, their Arcana, wasn't their it? Arcana, yeah. And Shansung, um, leader of Outworld, the Sorcerer, Sorcerer Supreme, <laughs> decides he's going to kill off all the opponents before they even get to the tournament. It's like, um, imagine John Candy going around killing the Swiss bobsleigh team before Cool Runnings even starts. <laughs> Do you know, something's popped in the head that, that got me really annoyed during the movie as well, was that Raiden likes to tell everybody that um, Shang Tsung and uh, the, the people of Outworld, they always cheat and never stick to the true form of Mortal Kombat. And I just thought, kept thinking to myself during the movie, just going, why don't you just tell Shang Tsung that you won't fight? Yeah. Because the rule yeah. is, after the ninth time, after the ninth time of losing, then Outworld sucks Earth into their realm and then Outworld owns Earth. Just, just tell them you're not going to fight. And then yeah, that's the, it. The forfeit, then they forfeit the tournament. Fact but is, what Shang Tsung wants to do kill But Shang Tsung has already broken the rules of Mortal Kombat. So yeah, but the, I don't get it. He's the, forfeit. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But it's Mortal Kombat. Okay. It's not crazy, so, Paul. It just doesn't make sense. Just fucking say it. None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. Absolutely none of it makes sense. I, the, the, I thought it was very clever about this whole Arcana thing, about unlocking your special ability, unlocking your power with it. Because I think the the one thing that Mortal Kombat, the first, the decent Mortal Kombat film, let, was let down for is there wasn't that abundance of special moves. Yes, you had Scorpion's harpoon coming from his hand, and and Sub Zero with ice, but you didn't have Sonya Blade's um, ring power. You didn't have Liu Kang firing fireballs everywhere. You didn't have all this stuff, um, and I think it was a very clever way of doing it. So I I, re- I enjoyed that. It just for me it got to you know an hour fifty eight in or whatever it was, and they kind of went, you've you we've stopped you this time, Shang Tsung, but there'll be another. Yeah. Is that it? I, I, so, I can see. Yeah. So are they are they going to go to the ninth tournament? Is the ninth tournament going to happen now? Or like I don't. Well, well, this is what I was hoping that they, you know what? For as much as we saw an awful lot of characters, there's so many more to come out. There's so many more characters that yeah. they can still use. But there, um, could have, there could have been a lot more interesting characters. I I think that the, some of the characters they chose were were very boring. And I, I and I don't know what his name is, but that kind of uh, the American guy who knew Kano uh Cabal yeah could they have made that guy's voice more annoying yeah so uh I'm from fucking Brooklyn huh oh fuck my boy yeah more annoying get the fuck oh can you make him more annoying like but I I don't know it just it, it 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 for me it again I'll use the phrase it didn't scratch the itch that I had and I was so I was so looking forward to it. And sorry, one of the most annoying things about trailers happened, and it, it so irritated me that the only good fight between Sub Zero and Scorpion, I'd already fucking seen it all. Yeah, we'd seen like, all the like shots. Every, yeah. every, all that trailer that showed Scorpion and Sub Zero's fight, 
Yeah. It was the fucking entire fight that was in the trailer. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And you know that 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 annoyed me. It, it, Scorpion's character, you know, obviously it's built around the the mythos of of Scorpion being in a tribe and the leader of a tribe, or the assassin in a tribe, and fucking Sub Zero being the leader or assassin of a tribe, and there that's the whole internal battle of the Mortal Kombat. You know, it's Sub Zero v Scorpion, mm-hmm. and that would have been a more interesting story. That there would have like the the, the reemergence of Scorpion. You know, coming yeah. back from hell. You know, forget so, all the rest of the shit. Forget Jax. Forget all the rest of the crap. If they had, if they had centered everything on that, I believe that it would have been a better movie. Uh, if the if that had been the central story and it had come back sooner to, for example, lead the humans into Mortal Kombat. Yeah, because Sub Zero is the captain of the Outworld team, for example, and their rivalry is. I mean, yes, it was the core of this film, but. What I was going to say to you was, what do you think of the inclusion of this called young character? Because there was a young Scorpion or a descendant of Scorpion in the games, and I'm sure Sub-Zero's brother turned up at one point pissed off. Um, but with, like you've mentioned, the so many different characters in this. They had so many different ways of introducing you into the Mortal Kombat lore without having to this have this... Um, you know, like the the surrogate for the audience, the guy who doesn't know anything that's going on and gets dragged into it, is, happens in every single film. Why did they have to have some new character, essentially? Mm-hmm. And the twist was, he was the descendant of... Because it, it felt like they very much did it as a twist. He was, he was the descendant of Scorpion all along. You know, they were setting that up. Why not just have another character in this? Why not just yeah. use one of the other characters? Kung, I mean, I, I know I'm kind of glad they moved away from making Liu Kang the central character in mm-hmm. the whole the whole thing. I, I like that. He was a, a complement to what's going on rather than because then you're just drawing comparisons to the first one. But with this cold, cold young character, it was. I always thought that was going to be Johnny Cage. Yeah, you you said it multiple times to me. You thought yeah. it was going to be Cage. I thought he was going to be, you know, an MMA fighter. Um, always mentions that he ain't got work and at the end his agent rings him. You know, I, I'd have liked that. But Johnny Cage is a wisecracking, punning, you know, I can very much imagine as a Ryan Reynolds, you know, that type of, of character. You could not have had him in this film with Kano. Kano yeah. was the wisecracking joke punchlines in this film. And to have those two together, so to set to leave Johnny Cage out of this one, Johnny Cage is a really popular character from you know from the games and the films and things. I think to have him on the bench almost and tease him for the next one, I think was very clever because otherwise it could have delved into being a comedy film. And but I, but I think I think it's it's treading the line of are are, are we even that interested in a sequel? Is, is there going to yeah, be enough? Is there? Nah, I'm I'm I'll be well, honest. Se- I'm okay. So the sequel is you've got the tournament. Raiden's All right, so, I, so I had to, I had to illegally pirate this and waste my time for a non-tournament. I mean, I had to uh, watch this advanced preview that we were. I had not to get by Warner. Yes, uh, yeah, that, yeah. So I had to waste my time. I had to waste my time watching a Mortal Kombat movie that I... that that was that was centered around getting Johnny Cage in for the second one. Is that what you're fucking telling me? I'm not saying it was centered around it, but what I'm saying is that I think it was wise not to include that character because now in a sequel, 
You've got Shiva, you've got Cyrax, you've got Septor, you've got Johnny Cage, you've got Baraka, you've got Reptile. Another Reptile could come into it. A Sub-Zero's brother could come into it. You've got Shao Kahn, you've got Montaro, you've got so many others. Then you've got Quan Chi, you've got all these different characters that can still come into it. You could easily get about three or four films out of this this universe. Absolutely. I'm, I'm just I'm just going to go back to watch the original one. I might actually watch Annihilation tonight. See, yeah, I was thinking that as well, but are you telling me you didn't have fun watching this? No, uh, Paul, I didn't have any fun. I, wow. I like I genuinely like there maybe maybe when finally that fucking magic human portal was broken down, and then they decided that ah we're gonna do the finishers now, and then there was like three finishers within two minutes, and it was like oh okay yeah that was a good one yeah that was good that was going oh yeah that's it now right okay right it's like playing the Mortal Kombat game right. And not being allowed to do single mode, but having just to do the story mode. But not just that, but having to play the story mode the whole way to the end until you see a fatality. Do you, do you think that that... Do you, what is it, sorry? We saw fatalities all the way through it. Like what? Okay, so there was um, Jack's arm rip. You had... Uh, That's well, not a, that wasn't a fatality. That was a fatality in the games. Absolutely, it was. He didn't die. Oh, right. Okay. So it was a brutality where he ripped his. Okay, he ripped his <laughs> arm off and dropped him thirty feet onto his head. But yeah, that's not a fatality. Okay. Um, you've got. Hang on, I'm going through here. Kano's heart rip on reptile. Now that was brilliant. You're telling me you didn't have fun with that fight with that fight scene? No. Nah. And, and then Goro, Goro looked better in the original movie as well. Um, yeah, I'll give you that. I, I, I like special effects you can see and a nose there on set. You can, it, there's a depth to it that CGI just can't do. Mm. But I, 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 was, I, 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 I was very disappointed by it. I, I genuinely, I genuinely wanted, I wanted balls to the wall, fucking Mortal Kombat. Like, I, I would watch a movie of the tournament of Mortal Kombat. And that's like Mortal Kombat should be a movie based around the tournament. That's where the storyline should be. The storyline should be in and around the tournament. We don't, we shouldn't, the storyline shouldn't be secondary to, or, or sorry, the, the, the tournament shouldn't be secondary to the storyline. Well, I had fun with it. I really enjoyed it. But you're wrong, just like your fucking Return of the Jedi comment. You're wrong because you're all types of wrong tonight. But I must admit, like I say, going away from this and having another, you know, when you think back to it, you just think, I didn't get a tournament. And is that no. ultimately what I'm watching it for? You know, if yes. you're going to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm agreeing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I enjoyed, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed what we saw, but absolutely the trailer, I think, spoiled a lot of the major moments in it. Um, yeah. There was still a lot of nods to the games, which I really enjoyed. I thought they were very clever. I really enjoyed Kano, Josh Lawson as Kano. I really enjoyed him. Um, I, I thought it was very clever what they did in terms of bringing power moves into it, special moves. I think it added to that sort of lore of it. But absolutely, the last sort of the third act felt rushed. It really yeah. did feel rushed, and then stopped all of a sudden. And I just think maybe one. I mean, I wanted to see Shang Tsung in a fight. You know, why yeah. wasn't he fighting? And he was an old man in the first game, which. You know, I can understand that, but this was young Shang Tsung. 
And all they did and was all we got all we got was the soul suck. We got the soul yeah. suck at the end. That was about it. So uh yeah, look, I, I, I had loads of fun watching it, but it's one of them when you think back to it afterwards, you just think I think there's a lot that would have made it even better for me. And knowing how many characters they've got that they could have thrown at this and they didn't, and knowing how much it's probably going to take, that there's a chance the sequel will come from it. I think your next one, you've established the law, you know what's who's who. Now let's get on and just have a 90-minute fucking Mortal Kombat version of the raid. Tournament. We want a tournament. A tournament. A tournament. As like Tournament. Like um, Karate Kid, but with fatalities. <laughs> and Ralph Matthew, of course. Welcome to I Hate Your Taste in Movies. I'm Jackie, and I love action movies, but I really hate horror movies. I'm Jen. I love horror movies, but I just can't stand musicals. And I'm Austin. I love all things musical, but I absolutely hate action movies. Join us each week as we share our all-time favorite movies with our friends who will just rip them apart. You can listen to us, I Hate Your Taste in Movies, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at I Hate Your Taste and on Instagram at Hate Your Taste Pod. Join us as we put our friendship to the test every week and learn surprising things about each other. Like how Austin saw the movie Pitch Perfect in theaters 12 times. Which is perfectly acceptable. Or how Jackie played with oil cans as a child. Normal childhood behavior. Or how watching a zombie movie makes Jen want to eat chicken wings. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. We release new episodes every Tuesday. And for the record, I hate your taste in movies. That's that then, Mortal Kombat. Uh, look, I, I can't believe it. I thought you'd have had fun with that. I really do. You really do. Uh, no, maybe maybe I'm just getting fucking really, really pernicious in my old age. I want more bang from my book, my non-existent book. What do you think um, Rotten Tomatoes review was then? Of Mortal Kombat? Yeah, what percentage? 50 odd? 55%. Yeah. Audience score? Because it's not good, Paul. Um, Well, it'll be Mortal Kombat fans. So, 82? 85. (laughs) (laughs) So, how does that compare to uh, the 1995 version then? Let's have a look. I don't think it's. Do you like the way that the whole way through the movie as well that they tried to stay away from original Mortal Kombat and then at the end? Yeah, I loved it. But it was just this real sort of classical music, and every so often it was. And it was like, yeah, I really love this. That annoyed me as well. I loved it. 44% for Mortal Kombat 1. From 1995, 44%, so mm-hmm. 11% less. Audience score of the first Mortal Kombat? Uh, I'd say probably 73. Of the first one? Uh-huh. 57. Nonsense. Conclusive proof ten, that the new one was... Ten times, it's 10 times a better movie than, the, than the, the new one. I must admit, I've watched it twice now, and all I thought about was, man, I really need to see the first Mortal Kombat film again. Yeah! But that first Mortal Kombat film with fatalities in would have been so much better. 
So much better. It's, it's taking out some of the gaff at the start. Yes, I agree with you. Take out some of the gaff at the start of the original Mortal Kombat. Add in more fatalities. Hundred percent. Or just put Christopher Lambert in the new one as Raiden. Oh, what was that girl's name? Who was Sonya Blade in the first one? Uh, I can't remember. It was her from um, Billy Madison. Yes, I'm trying to remember what her name is. She oh. was. She wasn't great in that movie. No. Actually, um, the guy who Johnny Cage wasn't great in that movie either. Lyndon Ashby, shut your damn mouth. He's made a career out of that film. And Luke, um, Kang, Luke, Luke Kang had Robin Shu. That was quite amazing. Yeah. That, that was, was amazing. A, that was that was a Buffon to be proud of. That was a Buffon. Uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, last one. Rotten Tomatoes score. Oh, that'll be low. That'll be in his twenties. Two. Shut the front door. From forty-four reviews. An average critic consensus of 2% for Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Audience score of 50,000 ratings. Uh, 50,000? 50,000 plus ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. 60 odd? 25%. No way. It is not a lot of things. Now, now I have not seen Annihilation in a long, long, long time, but I don't remember really hitting it. Um, I remember they went fi- to out. Well, I remember they went to Outworld. Oh God, didn't they? It's a bad film. Look, it is a bad film, but I, I just remember it back to like um, the the awful animalities. Uh, if you when you're watching it, a lot of it was done in front of blue screen. So mm. they had some amazing shots where they were going through canyons and there were like hundreds of people on horseback going through these canyons. And then the next shot, they're all stood there in front of these blue screens with like a weird purple cloud going in the background. And you're just like, where, what the fuck, where are we? I don't know. If ever, if ever there was a movie that reminded me of Friday nights getting down the local video center, it's, it's a movie like Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Because I would remember, I would think that me... When I was probably about 13 and 14, like going into a video hall or fucking it would fit, uh, on a Friday night, that would have been my ticket. I would, that would, if I'd have seen Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Nightly, it, it's like 100%, like just, just fucking plug it to my veins. You know what? If it, if it was out now, I'd probably go do a double bill. But uh, so this week, I think, I think I'm due for my jab soon. What about you? The old COVID. <laughs> I think it, I think it's coming well, this week. Well, I'm not over forty. I'm I'm in the youthful side. Why? Have, well, I'm not over forty either. I'm not over forty. What the fuck are you trying to say? Why have you had yours? Why have you had yours? I applied for it. You can apply, thirty-five. The the thirty-nine is going to apply for it. Forty plus. I applied. Forty plus. No, in the, well, over, over here, country. over here, we're ahead. We're ahead. We're ahead. Us Irish folk. Anyway, enjoy, yes. Enjoy so enjoy I. I got my uh, my first job and I went down to the SSE arena in Belfast. And no, I wasn't feeling great anyway on Friday. I didn't get to eat all day because I'd forgotten to actually bring me lunch to work. And where I work, there's very little to go get something to eat. And so I left it, but I was drinking water all day. So about three and a half to four liters of water I was drinking. And that was grand. Got in the car, said to Rich, I was like, listen, not feeling great. Got up anyway, got in the front door, Chatting to the first doctor, they take your ID and your national insurance number. Get to the second one, they tell you what's going to happen. You know what side effects could be. They ask me, you know, are you okay to get the job? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not a friend of needles. And I was like, but I've got a bit of a headache. You know, my head's banging. And she's like, well, it'll either make it better or worse. And I was like, right, okay, no worries. So, got up, 
went in, spoke to the, doc, the, the, the people who were, who were giving it the vaccine, the nurses, who were fantastic. Thank you, the NHS. You're fucking amazing. Um, they give me the jab. And obviously, after that, you have to wait 15 minutes. So if there's going to be a reaction or anything out there. So you go sit. Basically, do you remember where we went to watch the Giants? Mm. It's, 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 there's no ice. And it's just on the floor of the SSE arena. So you wow. just go, that's where it all is. So that's grand. So I sit down. Like if we went to a Nickelback concert. Kind of, yeah. Me and Josh, me and Kurt Kruger, whatever his fucking name is, we're getting our look at my vaccine corn. Um, so we're sitting there anyway, and me and Michael back, and I was waiting for my fifteen minutes to come up, and it came to about two minutes to go, and my stomach just started to turn, and I was like, oh, and I started heaving a wee bit. So the guys were coming over to me and going, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, listen, I've not had anything to eat. I'm just a wee bit dry and my head's banging. They're like, okay. So I can notice them. There's about four of them looking at me. Like, oh, he's going to fucking, there's something going to happen here. Didn't. Got up, left, walked out, got into the car. And I said to Rachel, I was like, listen, I'm not feeling great. And she's like, well, do you want me to hang back? And I was like, no, 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 just get get down home as quick as you can. Like, get down home as quick as you can. Thundering it down the M1 to Lisburn. Halfway down. I was like, Rachel, I'm not going to last here. And she's like, I was like, just pull over the car. And she's like, I can't pull the car over. And I was like, no, Rachel, I'm not. She's like, where's your bag? Picked up my bag. <laughs> and three and a half to four liters of water came out of me. And it, was, and it was just water. And it was going into my bag. And everything in my bag was ruined. Ernie was in the front of the car. He even given it the. Oh. Aurora was in the back of the car, kind of stroking my back, and I was. Like, uh, <laughs> uh. She's trying uh, to pull your hair out of your face. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, I got back home, and for want of a better term, I was uh, stewing in my own juices in the back of the car, oh, and sure. uh, yeah. So then I went to bed. Woke up the next day, was a wee bit chilly, but then that was it. I was grand after that. <laughs> what a tale. <laughs> what a tale from the other side of the oceans, ladies and gentlemen. That, I'm so glad you've waited a week and a half to tell me that story. <laughs> because I don't think I could have slept tonight without knowing that story. Oh, good. I'm glad. And if, anybody, if anybody's asking, it was AstraZeneca I got. Nobody's asking. <laughs> no one's asking. Then I wanted Pfizer. I asked them, can I have a choice? They laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you what I said to that young trainee nurse when I was getting my operation last week? No. I was, I was really sort of scared. I was shaking and everything. And some guy who's from Londonderry. It was, Where? He, he, oh, sorry. It was from London or, and or Derry. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's, and, it's Derry slash Londonderry and uh, Derry slash Londonderry and um, basically I was shaking she goes you're alright she's like this is like a lass who's like 22 year old I'm a 37 year old hairy fat man laid there on a Monday morning getting his leg cut open shaking and I just said to her I just, the, the first thing that came to my head was I feel really bad for not applauding you all on my doorstep at 8 o'clock every Thursday <laughs> 
I don't know why I'd say that to somebody. Like, I like the fact. I like the fact that you admit that before you go under the knife. I'm sorry. No, he had his fingers inside my leg at the time, <laughs> and I'm saying that to him. Fucking hell! He's. I, I'm thinking back. No wonder I'm still what. I've still got four fucking stitches in my leg. He's probably probably ripped me up extra. You could have just lied. I know. What I was supposed to say, oh, please excuse the NHS tattoo I've got on my other leg. <laughs> do you know what, guys? I really enjoyed standing at the door clapping you folk. I think I'll do it again tonight. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's just me on my own. No, I'm clapping the doctor who worked on my leg. Uh, I come, I'm thinking back now and I'm thinking, no wonder he fucking sewed me up like I would Christmas turkey. I'm still fucking <laughs> raw from it now. Gee. Do you really? Do you really? And he was sitting there going, this will show the bastard <laughs> his fucking fingers in their leg. <laughs> Probably. Them two playing fuck, fucking Game of Nauts and Crosses. We... Fuck the Hippocratic Oath. Take that. Ah! <laughs> he didn't applaud us. Right, so next week. Um, yeah. What are we doing next week, Come. We are, uh, yeah, rolling, well, it's Paul. The FA, well, if it's the FA Cup final on, is it the 15th? Weekly, yeah. Yeah, okay, so on the 15th, it's the FA Cup final, the crown jewel in the FA's um, Football Association football uh, calendar. Football and this Association? Year, and this year it is? Chelsington versus Leicester Hampton. So it is Chelsea, Cormac's beloved Chelsea against Leicester City um, and of course please just tell us the other news the other well, of course news. that uh, Chelsea will be fighting for their second European Cup Paul and and you know I, I know that I know that Leeds don't win that much she's don't have that many trophies in the cabinet you know we have had you know a, a wonderful 24 years now of just just winning, you know, just being being good, you know, winning, Paul, mm. getting to Europe, you know, finals. Uh, I mean, to be honest, 18 years of that has been funded by some Russian sugar daddy, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, earn it on hey, the pitch. Listen, listen, Paul, many times have I said it, we won the lottery, we won the lottery, and we, we invested everything. Leeds won the lottery and fucked it all against the wall. <laughs> Robbie Keane, yeah, fucking Eric Backer, yeah, fucking yeah, take that. Seth Johnson wants a hundred thousand dollars a week. Let's go. <laughs> Say what you want about <laughs> Seth Johnson, but leave Eric Backer alone. Fuck you. <laughs> so a, a celebration of Cormac's beloved Chelsea, Russian sex doll Chelsea, because um, we're not allowed to say Russian well, sex doll. I was going to use another phrase, but I'm not allowed. I don't think I'm allowed to use that one on, uh, on the on the podcast. But shit, I better go pay my rent, boy, next week. Uh, oh, you're not. You're not allowed to say that. No, we're not. Um, I'm just remembering to go pay my rent. Back off. And then what have we got now? So, football, soccer, soccer times, soccer movie menu. Okay, film. Films to do with soccer, football, a Hollywood crossfield pass launched into the upper right 90. I soccer. can't wait. I can't wait to watch Ladybugs again. I can't wait to watch Goal 3. <laughs> Rodney, be... Danger... Rodney Dangerfield was in fucking Ladybugs, wasn't he? Wasn't he? Uh, it could have been. Do you remember Ladybugs? 
I vaguely uh, remember it. With the guy, the guy who has to. Oh, do you know what? Do what? Fuck it. We're we're gonna watch Ladybugs. <laughs> You're gonna watch it. <laughs> right. So Ladybugs. Um. See. Ah. See. We're gonna do Mean Machine, aren't we? We've got to do Mean Machine. You can't. You can't not do Escape the Victory. Yeah. Doing Mean Machine. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Because that has got a uh, friend of the podcast, Vaz Blackwood, um, along with Vinnie Jones, Leeds legend, so, and Jason Statham in his debut role. Oh, no, I think he'd been in Lockstock. No, uh, he was in Lockstock. In yeah, Lockstock yeah. Um, I think that's when everyone realised he could do a bit of, like, kung fu. Um, <laughs> yeah, because that's what Statham's known for, kung fu. <laughs> you know, you think kung fu, you think Jason Statham. <laughs> um, and then one other. One of the soccer films. You can't, you can't not do Escape to Victory. Escape to Victory, Mean Machine, Ladybugs, and goal. one of the goal films. The goal <laughs> film, the goal film that had David Beckham in it. <laughs> Whichever Which one, was one that was that the real one? I don't I don't know. Know. I can... No, I want to watch the Newcastle one. I want to watch the Newcastle one. The Newcastle one's <laughs> the best one. Tell you what, no, scrap them. We'd do the goal trilogy. Oh, no. <laughs> Rachel will fucking murder me. <laughs> if she has to watch one of those, like she will fucking murder me. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to do a menu. We'll, we'll talk some um, football, soccer films for next week. Uh, follow us on at Pod Movie Chef on Twitter. Uh, go and vote for your favorite Star Wars film that's left in the race. Cormac, tell us, about, tell us about our Instagram account. I posted something this week. Thanks, Gorm. Um, now, what's going to play us out? Well, look, okay, I'm going to tell you from what I think. It's either going to be the 2021 techno version of Mortal Kombat or it's going to be the Rubber Bandits with Gabriel Byrne, Fuck a Fella. Fuck <laughs> Which a one fella. <laughs> fuck a fella. Fuck a fella. Fuck a fella. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> fuck a fella, everybody. If you wanna fuck a fella, just go out and fuck a fella There's a million fucking fellas you could choose And if a fella says, hey fella, you should not be fucking fellas Maybe he should go and fuck a fella too Cause the world is full of fellas who will try to put you down All you have to do is hold your head up high and stand your ground No reason to retaliate, no reason to despise Cause he hates himself enough when he's jerking off the guys If you wanna fuck a fella, throw away your old umbrella Cause it's raining fucking fellas from the sky And if you're looking for a reason, call it fella fucking season And get off your seat and go and fuck a guy You've googled all the she-mails while your missus was asleep And now it's time to muster up the spunk and take a leap Starting with a sissy boy who's got a girly bum Before you know it you'll be fucking truckers by the ton If you wanna fuck a fella, you can do it a cappella, But it's better when you do it with a song